0: Download the
1: Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Uh, welcome back to the show. Toronto up 53-47 in Game 1 of the NBA Finals. Make it a seven-point lead now. Matches their biggest lead of the game. Just over a minute to play in the first quarter. See Drake courtside. Just saw a shot of Isaiah Thomas. Everybody up north. We the north. That was uh, it's their mantra. They all had red shirts laid out over... All the seats up there in Toronto tonight, it's an incredible atmosphere, college-like atmosphere. People were describing it that way, and they were right. Uh, It's fantastic. I don't always piggyback off of our news segments that lead into this, into the show, uh, but really quickly, it's just curious to me how we had a Louisiana lawmaker there in Don Ames News begging for $14 million in new tax revenue to fix roads. You just heard it two minutes ago. Uh, what happened in the Louisiana legislature two days ago? They shot down legalized sports gambling in the state of Louisiana that was projected to bring in ten to $20 million a year. Like I said, like I told you on Tuesday, all of those lawmakers, the hypocritical lawmakers over in Baton Rouge, who by a 15 to 6 vote in that committee, The House Committee on Appropriations voting down the sports gambling bill. They would be back in short order, hands out, begging for money from us. Hmm. Wonder where it could have come from. Absurd. Let's talk more LSU baseball. And the Baton Rouge Regional is set to get underway tomorrow. It's Arizona State and Southern Miss, followed by LSU and Stubrook. And on in to talk to us about it is Patrick Ebert, who covers college baseball for perfectgame.org. Patrick, how you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing great. How are you doing? Pretty excited about uh, the action to kick off tomorrow.
2: Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, me too, Patrick. Uh, so what do you make of this regional? Uh, how are you handicapping it?
0: Yeah, you, you definitely, Drew. The LSU fans are, are going to see one of the tougher regionals in the nation, I think, uh, having, having Arizona State and Southern Miss there alone is uh, – Pretty difficult two and three seeds for that. I mean, Arizona State at one point this year was was battling for for a for a hosting position, and and Southern Miss, of course, is one of the one of the better mid major programs in the nation. And and those two teams, along with LSU, have have some very high powered offenses. And I think the fans will be treated to some to some uh, fireworks there at Alex Box Stadium. So, uh, but up first, you know, you still got to take care of business with Stony Brook, who obviously back in 2012. Pulled uh, one of the the biggest upsets in the history of college baseball, and uh, not quite the same team this year. But still, you got to take care of business.
2: Yeah, I've I've heard most people say you don't have as much to worry about if you're LSU with Stony Brook because they're not the same team. They don't have the same first yeah. round draft picks as they did in 2012. Do you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, that's a team that went something like 52 and 14. So that was a really good Stony Brook team. This year's team is somewhere in the 32. to to 22 you know record wise so it's it's still a good program you know not trying to take anything away from what they've done but it's not the same so that that near stony brook team was certainly in a better position to upset than this year's club
2: uh, Arizona State is so intriguing to me because they have uh, just mashers up and down that lineup. They have two guys hitting over 340. Both those guys, 20 plus home runs. They're they're going to be uh, playing in the majors someday, I would think. Um, uh, but yet they struggled. Arizona State did towards the end of the season, kind of like LSU did. I think what they lost f- their last five series uh, of the season and, and kind of collapsed after winning 21 of their first 22 games. What happened to Arizona State down the stretch?
0: Well, I think similar to LSU, it's the pitching. You know, it's their staff face even on Fridays. Alec Marsh wasn't quite the same during the second half of the season that he was during the first half. And they didn't quite have the same options to go to after Marsh in their starting rotation and even in their bullpen. And, 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 you know, that definitely took its toll. And when you don't have the pitching, you know, those problems start to compound and build up and, and, you know, I don't want to say landslide because neither team had that type of a losing streak but it's wins became more challenging you know over the course of the season and and I think what's really important especially for this regional with Southern Miss, Arizona State and LSU it'll be interesting to see who goes, you know, to the losers bracket and who stays in that winners bracket because I think more so than usual staying on the winning side of things is going to be huge largely because that means you use less pitchers to to get through games and Obviously if you go through the losers bracket, you're gonna to have to play one to two to possibly even three more games than what you would normally have to if you won. So that that's crucial, I think, for Arizona State more than more than the other teams in this in this regional simply because they don't have that pitching, that depth of pitching
2: to compete. It's Patrick Ebert of perfectgame.org dot org getting a set for the college baseball regionals that start tomorrow. Nobody's talking about Southern Miss in this region, which worries me a little bit because they were a preseason <laughs> top 25 team. A lot of talent, uh, Patrick. D- the Southern Miss, can the Golden Eagles surprise in this?
0: Oh, definitely, yeah, and I, th- I, I just find it funny. You know, it's, it seems like last year when Arkansas seemed to be the one team that everybody seemed to forget about, and yet they almost won the national championship, and I'm not saying that's going to happen with Southern Miss here. Uh, You know, and Arkansas, of course, still hosted both last year and this year. But Southern Miss is a very good team, very well coached. They have a very deep lineup. Uh, you know, they have a potential first-round pick in Matt Walner, uh, their outfielder who has over 20 home runs on the season. Um, and he's not alone in that lineup. It's just a very hard-hitting lineup from top to bottom. It's going to be hard to navigate through that a full game, much less a couple of innings, and not get hit in some fashion. Uh, so you're going to have to be careful there. They they have some good pitchers. they got Walker Powell, uh, their ace. They have, uh, you know, the player... The pitcher Gabe Shepard, that was our national pitcher of the week this past week for, for being part of a combined no hitter last week during during the conference tournament action. So they have some arms. They obviously have some big bats. And, and again, this is a dangerous team. I'm actually surprised they didn't fare better during the regular season. They 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 walked away with the automatic bid of the conference USA by winning their conference tournament but they didn't do quite as well during the regular season. And you got to worry a little bit that they may be peaking at the perfect time.
2: Who do you have coming out of this Baton Rouge regional?
0: Uh, you know, LSU is so good in these situations. It's hard to, hard to bet against them. And, you know, Palmineri is one of the best of the business and look no further than what they did at the SEC tournament last weekend. And, you know, you mentioned before that things have been a little uh, rougher for them down the stretch, but, but, you know, things, It gets the crunch time with LSU, and they always seem to rise to the occasion. And and you just get that sense they're going to do it again here. Playing at home at Alex Box is a huge advantage for them. And the fans are obviously, you know, among the best in college baseball, if not the best in college baseball. That place is going to be loud. It's going to be a raucous crowd. It's going to be a really fun atmosphere. And I'll tell you what, if they can get a few good pitching performances out of, say, Landon Marceau, and or Cole Henry and or Eric Walker, you know, to keep that bullpen fresh, you know, it it could be a good outcome come Sunday or Monday for LSU.
2: I can't wait for tomorrow. Let's take a look across the country, Patrick. What are some other regionals you've got your eye on?
0: Well, I I think Vanderbilt right now is a team a lot of people have their eye on simply because they're the number two seed, but I think they're kind of the easy favorite right now for national champion uh, just by, by how how well they've been playing, I think they're 25 and two over their last 27 games, uh, basically dating back to the last series they lost in early April. And just how dominant they've been in all phases of the game. And you know they don't necessarily have lights out pitching, but the pitching has been pretty darn good, and it keeps a really really dynamic offense in games. Uh, you look at UCLA on the West Coast, and they're in the same boat. They didn't lose a single weekend series all year long, and, and I think you just want to see uh, that, that they continue to have that success. I think on the flip side, further north of UCLA is Stanford, and Stanford has an advanced passed the regional round in the last uh, I think since 2014 and they got they got dealt a really really tough group of teams coming there they have UC Santa Barbara who could have hosted before losing their last weekend of the regular season and they have Fresno State as a three seed who who easily and probably should be a two seed so that's going to be one of the more difficult regionals along with what LSU has ahead of them at Baton Rouge this weekend
2: i got to ask about Oregon State. They always seem to make a run, but they are not a top eight seed, so they'd have to go to UCLA if they both come out of it. Is, is Oregon State any kind of threat this year?
0: Well, definitely, yeah. I mean, just the defending national champions, and they have the best player in the nation in Adley Rushman, their catcher, uh, who is projected to be the first overall pick in Monday's draft. Just a phenomenal kind of a generational talent, just what he brings to the table. And and we've had a few scouts that have seen him, and that they, they say – pretty much unanimously that that Rushman is as good, if not better defensively, than what he is offensively. And he is an incredible offensive talent, which just kind of speaks to the overall profile there. Now, they are a little dinged up on the pitching side of things, and that has been their strength all season. And they, they too, drew a pretty tough crowd with Creighton and Michigan coming to Corvallis. So they definitely have their work cut out for them. But if any team's going to advance and overcome those odds, it's Oregon State, who continually do it year after year.
2: It's Patrick Ebert who covers college baseball for perfectgame.org. They do a fantastic job of covering college baseball there. Be sure you check out that website every single day during these regionals, perfectgame.org, and you can follow Patrick on Twitter at PG Patrick Ebert. Patrick, always appreciate the time, man. Enjoy these regionals this weekend. It's going to be a blast this weekend. Take care. All right, there he goes, Patrick Ebert. Halftime in the NBA Finals, and the Raptors have extended to their biggest lead of the game. We'll give you an update when we come back. It's the last lap. Continuing our road show from Gallup, New Mexico, tonight on WWL.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.